0: We know we're at a critical juncture in time. Economies are reopening. So which REITs should you look out for as the economy reopens? Which sectors um, are likely to do well? What is the outlook for REITs in the next quarter? When he first came on, he talked about the crazy REIT sale. That was a couple of months back. Then he came on last month to talk about the crazy REIT rally. What's happening today in the crazy REIT world, Kenny? I'm
1: out on the radio now. You certainly <laughs> are.
0: Let me introduce you <laughs> properly. Kenny Lowe is REIT specialist and independent financial advisor. So, uh, what's happening? Have you got your pulse on the S REIT index? Is it still looking crazy?
1: Right at the <laughs> moment, the REIT, uh, REIT index actually at a critical juncture because technically, uh, the REIT index actually is facing the resistance on our 50 day simple moving average, which is trending down. Because traditionally, uh, there be will be a reindex index rejected at this level. But on another hand, uh, the current rate index also supported by the, the, uptrend, the uptrend support. That's why now, at the present moment, we do not know what's the next direction. For the past few days, uh, we have been seeing the, the correction in the read itself for, uh, drop about 4%. That's why the next few days will be very important. Whether the uptrend can continue or you break down, then stop the, the uptrend. Uh, at the present moment, based on chart itself, the uptrend is still intact.
0: Okay, so we're at a crossroads, but you see an uptrend.
1: Uh, until the resistance is being broken, it's pretty close, because the next, uh, uh, the, the, this is this current uh, rate index is trading uh, at a uh, 50-day uh, simple moving average resistance. If you break above, maybe next week, convincingly, we have uh, maybe bullish one day, two days, uh, 1%, 2% gain, probably the uptrend will continue.
0: Okay, great. Great to hear. So this is a critical time because economies around the world are trying to reopen some at different stages. Um, Do you think that this whole phenomenon, we heard it in South Korea, I believe, of revenge buying, but that was before there was a second sort of a wave and they had to retract some of the opening in South Korea. But broadly speaking, do you think this idea of revenge buying, that we're all going to go out and buy, is going to mean good things for retail REITs?
1: Uh, then I will bring out the the COVID nineteen series, right? Now we are starting to see the new hope when the economy is uh, opening, and hopefully this new hope you bring the revenge of the spending. <laughs> are you able to got it, get it, Michelle? Sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. Revenge of the Sith. Instead of revenge <laughs> of the Sith, you have revenge of the spender. Is that right, it? That-
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now, now, now we have already passed the episode one. right? the new hope, the new hope, starts to arrive. Oh, now we're, we're, we are in, about,
0: we're past new hope.
1: It's coming. It's coming. It's, oh, it's coming. coming. The new hope okay, okay, It's coming, coming because coming. now it's opening the second is is being lifted. Yes.
0: Right now,
1: it's more on the revenge. On the I would say that revenge on the spending. It's not really buying, revenge was spending. Spending. Because because we have been deprived for so many uh, weeks uh, close to five to six weeks on this uh, circuit breaker. I think we still have another three more weeks to go. And uh, basically, I think everybody probably will agree that we are really sick uh, staying at home, facing a computer every day. Hmm. The only place we go is from a bedroom to the living room to the kitchen, uh, fridge, and after that, go to the toilet. That is the only. (laughs)
0: <laughs> Basically,
1: at home that's why I think that when the circuit breaker are uh, really lifted I think all of us you want to go out that's why you can see that when McDonald's mm. open you can see the long queue oh yes right yeah it's long queue pretty long queue my, my, actually my son went for a queue uh, for the McDonald's he can't queue that's why he gave up I think the next one probably when the barbecue open we'll see another super long queue
0: what's that Korean barbecue
1: The bubble tea, bubble tea. bubble tea.
0: Bubble tea. Oh, okay. But you know, when it comes to retail REITs, it depends on two things, right? Whether or not people are spending money in the malls, for example, and also whether they can get rents from businesses. But if businesses haven't been able to last and they've been shutting down, then that's not good things for the retail REITs, right?
1: yeah I think short term wise the the retail rate will be uh, affected the tenants, right That's why the uh, series of government uh, support like the rebate, uh, rental rebate and also uh, delay of the rental collection and those things those, those will be helpful. As long as the retail t- tenant go through this period, I think uh we, we can we can see that the spending will be coming back. Mm. because one of the example a very good example uh, on the retail rate is uh, capital retail China Trust. You, if you look at the latest uh, quarterly earnings, you can see that in February and March itself, the traffic uh, increased. The shopper traffic increased by one hundred percent after the the lockdown uh, lifted. Uh, the mall is open, and the spending itself is close to two hundred percent sales. Right? Yeah. If this thing happened again in Singapore, uh, maybe a such we don't know. But based on the the. The capital more retail trust, maybe those are the, the human behavior. We just want to go out, and especially in Singapore, hmm. we've got no place to go out because we can't travel out of Malaysia to even JB. The only place we can go is probably you'll be the mall for the time being.
0: Yes, you're talking about the capital and retail China trust, right?
1: Yeah, just take a look in the leader's The, 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 the statistic is pretty uh, interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah, we just talked about it yesterday, in fact, uh, doing so well. Even KGI is bullish on Capital Land Retail China Trust, um, showing signs that China's retail sector is improving. So, okay, as economies open up, uh, Kenny, are some REITs more attractive than other REITs?
1: Actually, it depends on the investor risk appetite. For me, I am not looking at a dividend payout for the next few quarters because uh, it is expected the dividend will be cut. I am looking more on the capital appreciation. When I'm looking at the capital appreciation opportunity, I will tend to look at those rates uh, which has beaten down uh, badly during this uh, COVID-19 uh, pandemic. And the valuation is pretty cheap. And my, my strategy is basically buy and hold and wait for the whole thing to recover. But for those investors really, really looking for those uh, stable dividends, there tends to move into those uh uh, for example, healthcare, uh, Parkway, uh, life uh, rate, or capital Those those dividends is more predictable. But at the same time, the valuation is very rich at the present moment. And so why it very much depends on the investor risk appetite, uh, which risk sector is uh, suitable to that There's no right or wrong answer in this case.
0: Okay, but how do I figure out if the valuation is cheap?
1: Okay, one of the things is uh, we can look at the price to book, uh, historical price to book, because before... Uh, uh, his that means that we can do some benchmark before the COVID nineteen. What was the price to book level? Mm-hmm. And during this this crisis, what is the price to book? We can see that the the different difference uh in terms of price to book. I just give a quick some example. Okay. Right. For example, Capital More uh trust uh, before the crisis, the price to book is uh at about one point two. At the present moment, the price to book is only zero point nine. Right. If you look at it, does it really make sense to really uh, sell at a price to book at zero point nine? If we have a longer term will? if everything over, will the price to book go back to pre crisis level? Uh, personally, I feel you will go back eventually, because at the end of the day, it's the quality of uh, the, the underlying property that uh, plays the most important part.
0: Hmm, interesting. Okay. So the flip side of that question is: as economies open up, are there any leaves that we can, any REITs that we can leave out, just leave behind? Because we're Live moving beyond. into sort of a, like a new world. So any REITs we can sort of do without?
1: Uh, at the present moment, it's not so clear uh, how this COVID-19 will change the, the leasing environment. But one of the things that probably will be the commercial office, so far we don't see any uh, a big cut in dividends uh, for the, the commercial office. That's why you see that the latest earnings on the capital REIT, capital REIT did not really cut the dividend. Look, those are the commercial office. But moving forward, I think the business owner, uh, corporate, uh, they probably have to rethink, uh, do they really need so much office space at the CBD area paying such a high renter just to keep a bunch of the operational in the office just do their daily operation job? Because during this period, it's proven that actually all these tasks can be uh, done efficiently uh, mm-hmm. at home in even more productive. Maybe they, they, they can the out the working hour alternate, and maybe it's part of the uh, workforce work in the office, and another part of the workforce working from home, and so on and so forth.
0: Indeed. Yeah, staggered working hours are what a lot of companies are talking about in a big way now. So, what are some, for the investors listening in, what are the high risk, high return REITs at this point in time?
1: Wow. At this point, of time, it's super high risk, but the return you'll be Everything super
0: high. Everything is super high risk,
1: is it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if okay, when we come when we come to the reinvesting, investing, basically the underlying valuation is very important. Okay, for example, the, the recently uh suspended uh, uh eager hospitality uh, trust, mm. and, and everyone heard about it. Uh, everybody shake head. Okay, but if you look at the price to book itself, it's only zero point one five. They okay, this represent eighty five percent discount to the book value. Assuming the book value is correct. There's no manipulation of data over there. Right. In the actual if you compare to the actual real uh investing world, this is something like a distressed property. Wow. Okay, that, uh, that 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 represents one opportunity. If if the whole uh, uh eager hospitality trust their uh Resume training again, uh, trading again, mm. right? if the investor find that, it doesn't, it doesn't really make sense to trade it at a 0.15 price to both because it's crazy. Let, let's say that they go back to 0.5. You have uh, a double digit 20 to 30% upside potential in terms of valuation just purely based, uh, based, based on a valuation. And on the other hand, probably there are some uh, private equity or maybe some other rates that think, think that at this kind of valuation, why not we go and just do the M&A merger and acquisition, mm. if you buy something as cheap, why not? Mm. And and at the, at the present moment, it's a cheap money, there are plenty of liquidity, uh, very low uh, cost of borrowing, and at the same time, the valuation is so cheap, why don't they use this crisis of some of the risk and uh, become the opportunity? That can be one of the potential uh, scenarios may may turn up.
0: Okay. Love the examples. Love distressed properties. Okay. The manager of Cromwell European REIT managed to achieve a 12.1% average rent reversion rate in the first quarter of the year, led by leases for its industrial and logistics space. The positive performance of Cromwell European REIT driven by e-commerce and global supply constraints because of the difficulty of moving goods across borders. Kenny, have there been other REITs that you think have actually fared well during the pandemic?
1: Yeah, actually they are. Um, Based on the current uh, uh, latest reporting, but not all the REITs have already (coughs) announced the the earnings report. Some of them uh, changed it to uh, uh, half-yearly reporting. But at the same time, uh, some of the rates they are really giving a business update uh, to let the investor know what is going on on their uh, rate itself. So, uh, from what I see, uh, based on the latest uh, business update or earnings uh, result, there are still rates actually they are holding pretty well, and even Capital DC that actually increased in the dividend payout uh, (DPO), Capital Rate, uh, Fraser Logistic and Commercial Trust, Parkway. Uh, Maple Tree Logistic Trust, actually, that do not have any drop in dividend. They are basically flat. It, it, it's consistent. Okay? They are holding back. They are, they're, they're holding well. That's why the the stock price is also holding well. But on the other hand, mm. I also see that the Retail and Hospitality Trust, uh, those are the rates that have a huge cut in dividend. We, we can see that Fraser Centre Point, uh, Fraser Hospitality Trust, Maple Tree Commercial Trust, Capital more, even capital more trust, repo more, the dividend cut is between 50 to 80 uh, okay? percent. Uh, but but this is, I, I think that this probably will be a, a short term. They are holding back all the cash uh, until end of the year uh, to, to make sure they have enough working capital to tie through this period. On another uh, group will be some of the rate, or first rate, come uh, MIT, Maple Trade Industrial Trust. Uh, Capital Commercial Trust, basically they are cutting a dividend between uh, 10 to 25%. That's why in they are there are three groups of uh, different performance.
0: Okay, good to know about those three groups. Um, where where do the hardest hit subsector in the REIT space sit in these three groups? I mean, what do you think has been the hardest hit subsector?
1: Based on the valuation, the hardest hit uh, is the, the hospitality. That's the hardest rate. Although the recent rebound, the, but the rebound is not as strong as the retail uh, rate.
0: Mm-hmm. That's why uh,
1: this, this story had the hardest, but in terms of recovery, the the magnitude, they are different. That's why the retail more in Singapore, the, the price recovery is much more uh, drastic, uh, stronger than the hospitality trust. That's why if you want to look at the valuation play uh, in the long term, probably hospitality, provide the opportunity, but on the other hand also need to make sure they don't face any uh, issue, cash flow issue moving forward because I also saw mm. uh, the escort residential trust uh one of the tenant in their three master list in Japan actually default default for the rental payment. Mm. so it happened it can happen to any rate.
0: Yeah, the risk of eventual default. Right. Okay. Let's look at what investors can do with the REIT portfolio they have, they're thinking about diversifying. What can they do?
1: Yeah, it's more important, very important that investors should not uh, put all their egg into one basket. For example, if they like a specific rate, for example, Capital Commercial Trust or Capital Mall Trust, then, then they put 100% allocation into this rate itself. Uh, at, during this change, the supply chain disruption and also business disruption actually across all the sectors. It yeah. depends on which sector they can survive. Not necessarily they are not able to pay the renter, then after that they go to default. Because the, the default can be come from the account payable, when they are not able to pay their supplier, they may re- uh, uh, receive a notice of default from somebody, or they are not able to pay the the loan. Mm. The loan can be the warehouse loan, it can be the property loan, mm. the, those, those mortgage. If they are not able to pay, they also will be uh, receive a, a notice of default uh, besides the renter, renter uh, uh, default. That's why there are many many things that as long as they cannot pay, pay right, uh, there will be a risk on the default, and we do not know which sector, which business you keep. right. If you look at okay, uh, uh, SIA, right, mm-hmm. The the very important uh, uh, so called airline in Singapore, we also in, uh, come into this kind of situation. Mm-hmm. That's why, in short, anything can happen in the investing world. It's more important thing is. Uh, uh, diversity up properly. During this period, I think the diversification is very, very
0: important. So what do you use when you think about, you know, how to diversify? Again, what do you use as principles? Uh,
1: basically, when I build a portfolio, in my portfolio itself, I have uh, 10 to 15 and uh, across all the different sectors.
0: Oh. And
1: uh we have five sectors five in Singapore and some of them I'm buying for the long term, uh, holding for long term. I call it for the core, core portfolio, uh-huh. those with a very strong sponsor. Yeah. And for those higher risk ones, I basically put it as a satellite portfolio. Basically, I'm just doing a tactical play. Maybe one year, two years, when the price recover, I take profit, I switch it to my uh, uh, long term portfolio. So switching, of the 10 uh, to long-
0: 15, how many are the high risk ones?
1: Wow, my risk appetite is pretty high. Oh, okay. (laughs) About about 30
0: to 40%. Okay, got it, got it, got it. So what do you see when you look out in the market? Do you see any sweet spots?
1: Uh, I would say that the sweet spot probably, I'm predicting or anticipating what will be the next wave. The next wave will be the big cap uh, rate with a very strong sponsor. After they deal with all this COVID-19 issue, Mm -hmm. probably the next one they will be actively looking for acquisition.
0: Actively looking right. for what, excuse me? Appreciation.
1: Acquisition. Right. That's why I would say that the merger and acquisition activity may come back. Of course, uh, uh, for the time being, it's not so active now. They'll come back. And at the same time, I also got to know that uh, in the private REITs place, because I'm a financial advisor, I know about uh, what's happening in the private REITs. There are some student accommodation. Uh, a private REITs actually is under the book of building. Right, That, that would be very, very interesting because we do not have any student accommodation read in Singapore. Uh, this uh, student accommodation read is basically very defensive in nature. Maybe uh, moving forward, probably the investor in Singapore, we can see this kind of uh, IPO listing moving forward in future.
0: Student accommodation. Really interesting. Kenny Lowe is my guest, read specialist and independent financial advisor. Uh, so what is next in the episode of the COVID-19 series? There's Revenge of the Spending. And then there's New Hope. Is that what we're yeah. looking for for the next episode?
1: No, 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 no. We, we, we have to be uh, careful <laughs> okay. for the COVID-19 strike back. <laughs> oh, <I> love that. <laughs> you got a series, right? I have okay. a whole series. <laughs> yeah, so everybody must uh, stay safe and also listen to instruction. Don't be hero during this period because now everything under control, but we don't want the COVID-19 strike back. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Do your part. Hey, Kenny, thanks a lot for joining us. And uh, we look forward to having you on the show again. Take good care. Thank you, Michelle. Kenny Lowe there, REIT specialist and independent financial advisor in Money & Me. Before acting on the information on MoneyFM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg